everybody, you did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! It's Talking Boys with the Boys, a Star Boys Network original. Cowboys familiar, what's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys, and we're back again with some of that Cowboys fuego. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share, subscribe, leave us a rating, and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod will be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies. I'm your host, Adam Wine, along with my co-host, Dylan Wilson, and our special guest, Kelly K9 of the Cowboys and Chaos podcast, and Mike Tag. Now, can you dig it? What's up, yeah. fellas? <laughs> can you <laughs> dig it? Yeah, can What's you dig it, baby? Yeah, man. The f- five-time win streak right here. Hey. Five time, yeah. five time, baby. <laughs> hey, man. Well, look, man. We went to Foxborough. Foxborough. My bad. I don't know how to say it. I'm from Texas. <laughs> and hey, man. I'm just saying, man. We came back with the dub. Man, this team looks different. This team is absolutely phenomenal. They're brothers, and they're 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 a team that's going to to war for each other, man. It's the battle. They're going to war with the other guys. Hanging together. Setting ourselves apart. Being different than everybody else. Having a chance to be somebody. To do something that people look up to you for. Your strength. Your courage. Not everybody can play football. We're the lucky ones. There's no time to, to think or to worry. You just, uh, just move and react. Best thing is when you hit a guy. Nobody's killing him. But you feel great. It's just him and you. And he's the one that's hurt. I got my blood flowing. My kids are sleeping for school. <laughs> not, not no more than that, Mike. No, not any more than that. <laughs> hey, real quick, shout out to Mark, man. He couldn't make it tonight, but best believe he left us with some news. Yippee Kaye, Cowboys Nation. Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Let's eat, baby. Our boys got into a heated battle in Foxborough that was decided by the cool, collected temperament of Dak Prescott and company in an overtime that was heard round the world. We came out with the dub by beating the Patriots with a score of 35 to 29. Dak Prescott said he came down funny as he hurt his calf on the touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb that won the game. Had the game not ended, he said he could have continued to play. Life keeps throwing punches, and I'm going to keep throwing them back, Dak said. Dak had an MRI today, and Stephen Jones said everything came back good. Right tackle Lyle Collins can resume full football activities due to the end of his five-game bullshit, I mean suspension, my bad, Roger. <laughs> in the five games that Lyle missed, Terrence Steele did a great job contributing to the success of this run game and keeping Dak upright. Back to you, BB. Yeah, man, let's dive into this thing, man. Um, yep. I want y'all to give me the good, the bad, and the ugly from the game. Okay, uh, good. I, there's so many different directions I can go with this, but I'm going to try to pick something that y'all probably didn't. 
good we passed the gut check and uh absolutely the blowout wins are cool they're fun you, you yeah, but i don't feel like you learn a lot you just know your team is good when you're put into adversity and you have to figure out you have to dive deep you have to dig inside yourself and find out if you have what it takes i'm really impressed with how this team battled in we got to overtime and then we got the ball back and we drove right down the field and won that thing and as soon as Dak got that ball in overtime, I knew it was game over, but we were about to win. And I'm really impressed with how they took over this game. We do have some bad. And again, <laughs> I could probably I could probably go a lot of different directions with this. Yep. But I'm gonna say Mike McCarthy. Oh bad clock man management again. He's uh I, he, he's having a tough year in that regard. But I'm not gonna harp on it too much because <laughs> You know, it's I'm I'm nitpicking because I want him to be aggressive the whole game. I feel like he gets in, he's aggressive in the beginning. Then it, when the game's on the line, he starts to fold a little bit. I Absolutely. want like you know who your kicker is. Go for it on that fourth and one. Get 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 closer. You're gonna give them two minutes to go down the field and kick a field goal on you anyway. Get closer and kick the field goal and get out of there with the win. But yeah, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he, he had a rough game again. But it gets even uglier. <laughs> The ugly, <laughs> ugly, the ugly was the ugly. ref. Yes, well, how the hell is Dak Prescott the only quarterback in the league who does not get that call on that third down uh, quarterback sneak in the at the goal line? That should be a touchdown. It, it is a touchdown for any other quarterback except for Dak. But we saw twice now that nope. But it doesn't just stop there. We it saw <laughs> we, like. The, the deck should have had two rough in the passer calls. We saw a lot of holding calls go on call. There was a lot of just tic tacs here, uh, uh, here and there. It's just the, the refs had a bad game. It, you know it's bad when Zeke is coming out saying they beat the Patriots and the Zebras. Like Randy Gregory said as much. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was a rough game for the refs. But yeah, it is what it is. We came out with a win. We played like crap. We played our worst game, and we still put up 35 points and came out with a gut check win in overtime. So I'll take it. I'll take it, too. All right, Mike. Absolutely. Give me your good, bad and ugly, brother. You know, my good, the obvious ones, you, you know, you can throw out there is Dak and Gregory, but I think to the point, the resiliency of the, that the team showed, I mean, these are games they lose. And, you know, when Tyron Smith went out, <clears throat> first thing that usually comes to your mind is we're dead. And I didn't get that feeling this time. I mean, even with Lyle Collins, it seems like when we get guys going out, we got guys stepping up all year. So I think the yep. resiliency of the team is is what I'm really happy about the most so far. Um, you know, the bad, mm -hmm. you know, to, to say with Dylan, to jump on that, I don't want to really say Mike McCarthy so much, but but that, that field, goal, the field goal attempt at 51 yards was just, I knew they were going to miss it. I wish yep. he would have went for it. It was, I think it was fourth and one. And uh I was disappointed in that. The run defense kind of let me down a little bit in spots because I thought we were really going to shut them down. And uh, the ugly, I had the refs, but I, I won't piggyback on that. Connor Williams, man, <laughs> he's just – he's killing me. He's killing yeah, me lately. I mean, that, that those penalties at the end could have easily, you know, cost us the game. You know, that yep. the personal foul. Like, you don't do that in the fourth quarter with the game on the line. I mean, thankfully, 
you know, Dak came through with a big, big pass to CD to get him in field goal range, but it could easily have been game, game didn't overlap either. Because oh my god, they could have been what uh, first and thirty five or something yeah. like that. Man, yes, that could have been yes. real bad. It was horrible. Uh, but that's my three. But you know, overall, man, I'm loving this team. Like I think we said, they they just they find ways to win, and you, you don't want to blow every team out. These are these are those gut check games. This is what you see your teams made of, and these will pay off in the end. So I, I knew it'd be tough, and. You know, we came out with the W. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, I, I piggyback off of you, Mike, real quick before I pass it to Kelly, man. But, yeah, I mean, like, I'm with you, dude. The bad was definitely Connor Williams, three holding penalties and one unsportsmanlike conduct for cussing out the ref, which, hell, I probably would have cussed out the ref my damn self. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I was saying I was yelling at the TV. I ain't going to lie. And the Surprise ugly. we only have one penalty. Yeah. <laughs> and the ugly was definitely. Ugly. I, think, I think everybody's ugly was the officiating crew, man. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. But, man, for me, man, the good, though, uh, I, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, Dak Prescott, how good is, mm. is the Cowboys quarterback, man, in overtime? Since, what, at least 1994, he's the only NFL player to never throw an overtime interception in his career. Prescott is 18 of 18 for 214 yards and three touchdowns after regulation with a 158.8 quarterback rating. And that's freaking bomb, man. And that, Yeah, that's but the great, brother. though. Yeah, but the great though, man. Hey, ice cold in the veins, boy. Ice cold in the veins. <laughs> yeah. The great though, boys drafted both CD Lamb and Trayvon Diggs in the first fifty-one picks in the, of the two thousand nineteen draft, and they combined for three touchdowns against the Patriots. Dog, that is just absolutely lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Trayvon Diggs has more touchdowns right now than Stephon Diggs. <laughs> yeah. Stefan's trying to catch him tonight though. He's trying to he I bet you he tried he's to try. Yeah, yeah, he knows. He knows, man. He knows. But yeah, man, uh let me get you a good bad and ugly, Kevin. All right. Well, um the good is kinda kinda piggybacking a little bit off of what Dylan wrote. I, Dylan said here. I was, so I was talking about uh thinking about it earlier and I I like the uh the ability to handle diversity on the road in a hostile environment. I mean it's yes, uh bro. you know the, they talked about, um, you know, exercising some demons because, you know, I looked at the the history and uh, it was seven to six Dallas, but all of our wins were in our heyday, you know, yep. since our heyday, yep. I think it was since 99, I think is what I saw that we had beat the Patriots. Now, granted, they'd had Tom Brady, which might have had a little something to do with it. But I mean, Bill Belichick ain't no slouch either. I mean, he's one of the great coaches um, in my lifetime. Um, yeah. You know, you know, granted, you know, he did have Tom Brady, but you can't just say that was all Brady. He's the architect of I think he made Brady better. I think Brady made him better. It's a, you know, steel sharpened steel kind of thing. So to be able to go into Foxborough like that and then, you know, not only the adversity, it was just like, you know, things were it, it definitely wasn't a perfect game. I mean, you're down, um, then you're up. And then you're yeah. and then you're back down again. And uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things like you guys uh said i mean this is one of those games that in the past you could see the cowboys fold or you could you'd see them lose that game and they did and what yeah and espn didn't they they have that stat uh that said uh dak prescott's 445 passing yards are the most the most still exactly exactly yeah including the playoffs so yeah man that's that's exactly so that's 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 no small feat yeah, that's no small feat. I mean, you I can guarantee you, you know, Belichick winning that game and he was not thinking that Prescott was gonna shred his secondary apart. 
It just darts, went. baby. That boy was throwing yeah. darts. <laughs> Absolutely. Just dimes yeah, all man. day long. Um, yes, sir. So, um, and then to transition now into the bad, um, I thought that the defense, uh, not getting those stops early off, uh, early on, uh, they were they were letting, I thought, Mac Jones build up some confidence um, yeah. and, until that Randy Gregory sack. Uh, when Randy Gregory hit that dude, I mean, I said it made his ancestors flinched. I mean, they, uh, Daniel Jones, I think, was seeing ghosts. The rest he hit of him with that Goldberg spear. He did not. He did. He did. I mean, he he hit him hard. I was when he did that. I mean, I'm jumping off my couch at that point. I'm like, holy shit! And uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but then uh, you know that fourth, the fourth down early in the game where we went for it on our side of the field. Um, I've liked. McCarthy's aggressiveness but what I didn't like about that and uh and I actually heard somebody say it today was that I mean it was a rookie quarterback that you're playing against and you basically gave him confidence because I mean they were damn near in field goal range when they started out with the ball so I mean they drive right down the field he gets a touchdown and I felt like from that point he just you know he was looking pretty good and I think he felt pretty comfortable until we made him feel uncomfortable I just Sometimes I don't necessarily that early in the game feel like that you would have had to go for it on that fourth down. I mean, I, I feel like at this point we should trust our defense, pin these guys back, um, and you know, and go to work that way. So I wasn't a big fan of that call from McCarthy, and uh, and I wasn't a big fan of him not going for the fourth down when it's that fifty-one yard field goal. I mean, I'm sitting there going, wait a second, you can go for fourth down on <laughs> our own side of the field. When they're damn near, you're putting you're damn near guaranteeing they're going to get points. But yet, when we need to win this, you're going to go for a field goal from 51, knowing that our kicker's a little shaky. So, didn't like that. Um, and then the ugly, yeah, just with what everybody else said, it was uh, it was the refs, obviously. But there was a lot of those. There was some penalties that were that I consider self inflicted wounds yeah. that the Cowboys were definitely digging themselves a hole. And I mean, if it's not for a guy like Dak Prescott we lose that game because I don't think that there's very many quarterbacks in this league that can overcome what he overcame last night with, Absolutely, bro. with the bad calls, with the penalties. I mean, how many times did you see him convert on these long third downs where I'm sitting here like, man, it's third and yeah. 12, it's third, yep. you know, yep. third yeah. and 20. Like, and he's just huge chunk plays. And like, I mean, that's, that's not easy to do. And hey. and not only is it not easy to do, but do it on a consistent basis. He was doing it all night long. 32, so, 32 first downs, 25 of them came from Dak's arm. Yep. Yeah. That boy was that boy was out there on a mission, man. And that's what you yeah. love to see. That's exactly yeah. what you love to see. But yeah, exactly. man. He had, he had that one off throw that, that got picked off. But other than that, I felt like he had an amazing game. He was extending the plays a lot with his legs. Mm-hmm. He was hitting the open man. He was breeding the field really well. I, he had an amazing game in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the throws on the run. I mean, even the last one, the CD, where he, I guess he hurt his, his uh, strained his calf a little bit. The, the throws on the run he was making were dimes. I mean, those are throws yeah. maybe he doesn't make four years ago. He's gotten better. I mean, since his injury, it almost seems like he's gotten better, which is yeah. amazing. Like yeah. mental toughness is that required to have all those contract talks? You have people questioning if you're even worth the money when you're healthy. You yes, have, man. Like that was stupid, but there's legitimate questions of if if he's going to come back as the same player he was after a gruesome injury like that, and to not only come back as good as you were, but maybe even better. Better. Like the, yeah. the, the, 
kind of mental toughness you have to overcome stuff like that repeatedly. And let's not forget about the stuff he had going on in the off season with his brother and everything. Yep. Like, yeah. He, that, that dude is just made of like steel. He he is impervious to anything. Like you can see why he's so clutch and so poised. There is nothing that phases him. Well, you know how they say about certain, you know, they talk about certain football players and certain, they'll talk about, do they love the game? Do they have a passion for the game? I heard him talking about Jared Goff earlier yeah. today saying does he have the passion you can't question whether Dak has the passion to play football that man Should lives and breathes football and I right. think that the time away from football last year being away from the team not being able to be there with his brothers I think that had played a big part in him like you know I mean he honed in that craft and worked hard to come back better stronger I mean, you just you just see it. I mean, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, like he is out to prove everybody wrong. And yeah. you just you love to see that, man. You can't you don't question whether Dak loves football at all. He built the damn football field in his backyard, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> yep. He he's right in the thick of the MVP race right now. Do you guys have him at number one, or do you have a couple guys above him right now? Uh, uh, I, I I think I got him. I mean, I ha he's he's my MVP, man. I I have to I have to put him there. I mean, I, I'm looking at it, and I just there's some other guys that are playing well. Um, Lamar with the Ravens is playing really well right now. Um, Kyler, but, yeah, I'm Kyler Murray playing. playing. He's yeah, he's he's playing out of his mind right now. But uh, yeah, man, I I got to I got to give it to Dak, man. Just from what I'm seeing and his his accuracy. I mean, he's just he's deadly. He's deadly yeah. with it. So, yeah, he's, I'm he's giving it to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely giving it to Dak, man. I def and I know this. This is talking boys with the boys, and it's a it's a Cowboys <laughs> podcast, man. And right. we sound like homers right now, dude. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, with the with the man is doing and what he's shown in his trajectory, man, coming. I mean, since 2016, you knew he was going to be that man, and he's yeah. proven proving it, man. And uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I I'm with you though. I'm with you though. Yeah. I just want the Super Bowl. I don't give a I don't give a crap about no MVP. And I, you know, I want <laughs> Super I want Bowl Super MVP, Bowl. right? That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> I want him to stay hungry. I don't want him reading no clippings. I don't want any of these guys reading anything. Because the thing with this Cowboy team is the culture has changed. And, yeah, right. You know that they, yeah. they, this this is not a glamour team. This is a this is a down and dirty dog. You know, we always said last year, year before, we need some dogs on this defense, and it seems we like we got, got it. Them. I mean, you see how they they are when they're. They're they're a tight knit family. There there's no glamour. There's no you know guys doing yep. their own yep. pub. This is what I like to see. It reminds they, me a lot of the of the team in the you know I don't want to say it, but it reminds me a lot of the team in the '90s because that's the way they were, and it was just a cool thing to watch them grow and build up. And that's what I'm hoping these guys you know they're at the brink of doing something yeah. special for sure. Hey, yeah, family. No swiping. No clear eye view. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all about family, man. Yeah, no, but I understand, man. Yeah, dude, and uh, they all, like you said, man, cultures change. There's a lot of people trying to get on Mike McCarthy, um, but everything has to go through Mike. This coaching staff was put together by Mike. It's, I mean, the the misnomer, the misconception that 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 Jerry's going in there saying, "Oh no, I want this and want this." It's outrageous, man. Yeah, uh, no. This 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 is going through Mike McCarthy. If you don't think this, if see fans, that's where they get it twisted. Well, you know, Mike, and now the and now the media is doing it, man. Now they can't they can't say shit about Dak. He's fucking balling. The rest of the team's balling. Kellen's doing his thing on offense. 
DQ's doing this thing on defense. So now you look at fake center and all the other things, and and what are they targeting on now? Well, Mike McCarthy's going to be the reason they lose this. They 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 lose in the playoffs, or they or they end up uh, uh, not getting as far as they should get. I mean, come on, man. I think I think something. The media's yeah. got to have something, and and I don't I don't I don't get it. I mean, McCarthy, you could say what you want. The guy's won a Super Bowl. The guy's been in multiple championships. I got in this argument with a buddy of mine today who's a Cowboys fan because he, he he gets on Mike McCarthy. And and look at the coaching staff. The, the, we had issues at defense. He made changes. He's adjusting. Mm-hmm. The yep. days of the Tyrant Smith going down and, and seven sacks I had to witness at Atlanta, that's gone. Look at the look at the defensive line. <laughs> Most of it's rookies. You got injured guys. And, and, and we don't miss a beat. And you got to give credit where credit's due, and I think Dude, you know yep. you gotta, it starts at you know McCarthy. I, I was uh, harping on Mike McCarthy, so let me do a compliment sandwich real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I know you're saying the, the the clock management and stuff like that, Dylan, but I'm just talking about as a whole. Like they're yeah. like they're really trying to say he's a bad coach. Yeah, he's he's not a bad coach, and I'm going to give him the best compliment that I can. And I think it says a lot about who he is that he allows himself to take a step back and allows Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn to do their jobs because we saw the opposite of that with Jason Garrett. When our offense was on a roll, we went into, we went into uh, new Orleans and because of the stadium, the scenario, whatever situation, and he reeled Kellen Moore in and we killed our game plan. We weren't running the pre-snap motion. We weren't running the same plays. We started running the ball a lot. We Jason Garrett, had to have his fingers on the offense and he kind of wrecked it as the season went on and you're seeing Mike McCarthy he is taking a step back and letting the people around him shine and I think that says a lot about who he is that he doesn't need the spotlight in that area and it does take a good coach to be that kind of person facts man facts absolutely Absolutely, yeah I agree and I'm for the record I'm I'm a Mike McCarthy fan too. I mean, as far as, you know, to piggyback on Mike, I, I think that, you know, anytime that a team is is performing at the level that the Cowboys are and playing with the physicality and the, you know, the dominance that they're playing with, I mean, on any other team, the head coach always gets the credit, you know? I mean, it's the leader. He's the leader yep. of the team. You know what I mean? He's the guy that they all look towards, even his own coaches, defensive coordinators. You know, he's the guy. He's the man who commands the room, so he commands the team. So, you know, on any other team, the head coach gets the head credit. So the fact that, you know, McCarthy just seems to get, you know, and I get the the time clock management issues and stuff, and, you know, there, there's been some things, but they're finding things to nitpick. What we're, you know, what they're not talking about enough is like, I mean, this team just looks like night and day different than teams we've seen in the past. I mean, these guys play with violent aggression, like yes, on sir. both sides of the ball, both sides. Yes, of the sir. Ball. You see these guys powering through, you know, tackles. It's like they're not going down on first contact. You got Zeke that's running angry. I mean, every time he's running, he's looking to punish people. Like, that's the Zeke that came out in 2016 that people didn't want to tackle this dude. In the fourth quarter, <laughs> you could tell DBs were like, we don't want to tackle Nope. Him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're bullies. They're bullies yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. And, that, and I feel that that's a, that's a reflection of McCarthy. I mean, you look at, you know, I mean, he kind of did the same thing in Green Bay. First year, slow start. Second year, that team went 13-3. and three. And, uh, you know, I think he's got this team heading in the right direction. So I, I'm giving the guy credit, you know. Absolutely, man. I agree. I agree, too. All right, man. Well, let's, uh, man, I think we're supposed to get a, a, a call, man. And I'm, I'm going to plug this guy in, man. It's uh, uh, Mr. 
Mr. Jones himself, Mr. Jera Jones himself, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna give him a couple of questions, see if he can um see if he can answer a couple of things from us, man. So hold on, hold on. Yeah, you there? Hello there, boys. How's how's everybody doing tonight? Hey, Jerry Jones. Yeah, man, it's an honor. <laughs> it's an honor, well, brother. It's, hey, yeah, yeah, it's man. It's an honor to be talking boys with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Man, we, we wanted to get you on tonight, man, and ask you a couple of questions, brother. I'll go first, man. I, I wanted to know something, man. How are you going to be able to afford Trayvon Diggs after you get Randy Gregory the bag? Well, now, when it comes to paying players, uh, you know, one of the things I like to look at is, uh, you know, some cap creativity. Uh, now, uh, I'm no stranger to writing paychecks, and uh, so we're, we're going to pay Randy. And uh, if I have to sell my soul to get an extra bag to give to Trayvon, uh, I'll do so if need be, because I'll tell you what, those two young guys are going to be corner pieces on this defense for a long time. And they're not going nowhere. They're they're gonna be here for a long time. So whatever I gotta do, I'll make it happen. You better believe it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I got one more, uh, Jerry, before I pass it along. Uh but what did you tell Robert Kraft after we beat his refs and his team down in Foxborough? Well, now I I, I told him going into the game, we took a picture together and uh I had no idea that the money that was lined in his pocket was for the refs. I got a glimpse of a couple of uh, stacks that he had, and I thought it was for his masseuse that he keeps down in uh, down in Florida. He's got a really good masseuse that gives some massages that usually end with a smile on your face. And, uh, and I didn't know they were for the refs there, so uh, I just told him, I said, uh, I said, how you like them apples? And gave them the old Trayvon Diggs wave and uh, and then turned that old Texas howdy right on to his face. He didn't like it, but, you know, we're worse friends at the end of the day. But, I mean, he just uh, – he tried to pull one over on me. And, uh, hey, our team came out on top. That's all that matters. I, I got one for you, Mr. Jones. How much is the light bill at AT&T Stadium? Well, the light bill at AT&T Stadium is more than most people will see in a lifetime in terms of the money I pay on a monthly bill. I think the only person, I think the only, the only bill that is more than that in my life is my doctor's bill that I have to pay to keep my cell phone plugging, uh, the, the meds that I take to keep my cell phone going. That's the only bill. There's more. The only. <laughs> Is Dak Prescott the best quarterback in the league? Absolutely, he's the best quarterback, hands down, hands down. There's not anybody, there's not one quarterback that I'm going to take over Dak Prescott. If I had a chance to write him another paycheck today, I'd absolutely do it. He's been worth every damn penny and more. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jones. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jerry, first, it's, a, it's an honor to speak with you. So I first have to apologize. When I was a kid, you fired Tom Landry, and I wrote you a pretty nasty letter coming from a uh, <laughs> from a 13-year-old or 12-year-old, whatever I was. So after those Super Bowls, I, I forgave you. So I never wrote you a letter to forgive you. So I first want to apologize for any, any bad words I used. <laughs> forgiven. Forgiven. <laughs> and then I just had, I had one couple questions. 
first one was there's there was a, a picture floating around Twitter, and I just I, I don't know if it's true, but I, I want to let you to ex, you explain it. Were, were you kissing Stephen on the lips after the game? Oh God. <laughs> Well, now, first first off, let me just start by saying that uh, I, I do remember the letter from young Mr. Tag here. And uh, but listen, I'm like Santa Claus now. Uh, the, I, uh, I have a good uh, naughty and a nice list. And uh, Mike has truly redeemed himself with these Cowboys hype videos that he does. And I can do this. I can dig that. So uh, now let me just say, as far as uh, – I, as you may or may not know, we're, we're my family. We're from Arkansas, okay? And uh, kissing your family members on the lips isn't really frowned upon down there. Uh, we just call that, uh, you know, uh, just keeping it in the family. And uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I like to slather a big old wet, greasy kiss on Stephen uh, when I'm feeling really elated like I was yesterday. My emotions got the best of me. And uh, I may or may have not kissed him straight on the lips. Well, I appreciate you. Appreciate you letting me know. Now, my last question is, let's stop the madness. I'm going to put you on the spot. Jimmy Johnson in the in the Cowboys Ring of Honor, when's it going to happen? Well, now that's a good question. Uh, I didn't want to put him in on the same night that he went into the Hall of Fame because I thought I didn't want to take away from that. Uh, I was proud that he had, that he went into the Hall of Fame, uh, of course, you know, after I did. Uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm just very happy for him. I, I want to do it, but I want to do it on a night when it's very special, uh, you know, for the for the Dallas Cowboys and, and our fan base because he deserves it. He's a he's a really good man and he's my dear friend. Um, so I was thinking, uh, I guess if I had to say. My ideal scenario would be the Cowboys hosting a playoff game in Dallas. And what better way to kick off the playoffs than to induct a man into the ring of honor who gave us two Super Bowls. Hell, I'm going to say three Super Bowls because we all know that third one was his too. But uh, first round of the playoffs, I I think that'd be mighty nice. Mr. Jones, I got one more for you. Okay. Will the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year? Well, now, uh, I have no doubt that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. I absolutely believe that. Now, I know a lot of people will sit there and point to the fact and say that, uh, you know, Jerry may be off his meds again. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I get it. I'm 155 years old. And, uh, you know, people think I'm losing my mind sometimes. But uh, you look at the makeup of this team, and uh, I'll tell you, they have the makings of something really special, uh, something you don't see very often. But when you do, you recognize it. And like Mike said earlier on your show about these Cowboys looking like the, the Cowboys of the 90s, I, of all people, should know what that looks like. And it, uh, this team, it, it really reminds me of the of Michael and and Emmett and Troy, uh, they're uh, the days of the Novacheks. And uh, it's just, uh, it's something special. So, yes, absolutely. I think this Dallas Cowboys is going to be hosting that sixth Lombardi trophy come February. How about them Cowboys? Let's How go. about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jones. Thank you, Mr. Jones, man. Thank it was you. a pleasure having you on the show, man. And, 
we're going to get on with the show, man. I know you got to run. I know you got to get in that helicopter and, and go celebrate a little bit uh, 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 during the bye week. Uh, can you give us a, a little preview of what you might be doing during the bye before you leave? Well, now I've got a I've got an appointment uh, with uh, Robert Kraft's masseuse. He gave me her number. Uh, I'm gonna go down and see her. Uh, we're gonna have we have a little uh, place off the Keys there in Florida where I'll take my yacht and uh, probably just do some deep sea fishing. I may call up I may call up Jimmy and have him come out on the yacht with me, and uh, maybe he'll get a massage too. Maybe he won't. Uh, I'll recommend he get one. Hell, I recommend all you boys get one if you never had one. To, maybe I'll hook you up with her number. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna do some uh, relaxation and uh, sit down with my accountant and uh, start figuring out how we're gonna start paying uh, some of these players that we got on this roster. Mm. Absolutely, Deep sea fishing yeah. off a yacht. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Well, man, we appreciate it, Jerry. Everybody, give Jerry a, a hand clap. Hey, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me, boys. Thanks, yeah, man. I, I I just wanted to say real quick that was fucking badass, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could I could tell Kelly it's gotten to the point where I listen to Jerry on one hundred five three and I'm like he don't sound like Kelly. <laughs> you sound more like Jerry than Jerry does. Yeah, you do, bro. You do big time, man. He's impersonating Kelly. I don't like this. No. It's good. It's good. Nah, dude, dude, it's pretty Appreciate awesome, it. Man. Appreciate All it. All right, fellas. All right. Well, let's uh let's head into the to the to the last and final segment, fellas. And I want you to uh to give me two players, one on offense and one on defense, that you have right now as the team's MVP through week six and why? And I'll start with you first, Mike. Well, I mean, the, you know, the obvious one is, is on offense is Dak. I mean, what he's done, I mean, leading the team. I mean, if you, the thing I always go back to is watching hard knocks. And, you know, I, I don't want to say I never was 100% sold on Dak, but it was always because yeah, I've just been going through all these quarterbacks and, and when I saw that hard knocks and the leadership and, and, and how he commands the respect of the team, I just don't know how you can have any other MVP than him on offense. So I, I'd have to go with Dak on offense. Yep. Agreed, and agreed. Then, and then on defense, I mean, being starved hungry for turnovers, as, as, as we've been for Cowboy fans and, and, and been used to seeing our, our best cornerbacks get like one interception a year if they're lucky. I mean, to see what Diggs has done is just – I mean, it's it's it almost reminds me if you remember in Chicago when they had their run to the Super Bowl, they had Peanut Tillman. It always it, it just almost reminds me of that where there's this guy on defense that just the ball is always around him and he's got a knack for it no matter what. So on defense, it's it's got to be Diggs because he's just making game changing. It's not just regular interceptions; they're game changing interceptions. Interceptions, absolutely, yeah, that's, absolutely. So I got to go those two. I know they're the obvious ones, but. I got to go with them since you put me first. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Man, I, I, I'll give my two real quick, man, and, and uh, so we won't hop on it. But, yeah, of course, it's Dak. It's it's Dak and, and Kellen. I'm going to throw the coach in there because what they're doing together as a as a unit and the way we're, we're disguising uh, disguising looks for the, other, for the opposing defenses and, and guys are getting wide open and Dak's throwing darts, man, that's just – Dude, that's it, 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 what is it? Aggressively take what the defense gives you, man, and that's exactly what they're doing, man. And it and it and it, and it looks really, really well, and it and it's panning out, man. But uh, on defense, man, I, I, I um, 
the obvious would be Diggs, of course. <clears throat> but I want to uh, uh, I want to say shout out to my homeboy Kenneth Nunn and James Espinosa. Man, we've been arguing about Randy uh, Randy Gregory. I said in a podcast, uh, I don't know, maybe what four four or five weeks ago, that he was um, my fool's gold because I didn't. He just he just wasn't living up to what we all thought he was. You know what I mean? But now, dude, Randy Gregory has the eighth highest pass rush win percentage versus true pass sets among edges this season. That's a minimum of 50 pass rushes per snaps, which is ahead of players such as Khalil Mack, Nick Bosa, and Von Miller. So the mm. boy has – he's – I mean, he is – he's he's uh, embodied or or not embodied, so to speak, but he's he's become this this embodiment of what the fans have always wanted to see yeah. from him. The glimpses of yeah. war daddy. The, yeah, the glimpses. Yeah, exactly, dog. The glimpses yep. of what we saw before his troubles. Now that he's getting a full season in, I mean, we're dude up. I'm loving, I'm loving every bit of it, man. And for those who thought I was ragging on him, you were wrong. Grant Randy Gregory's been my boy since day one. All I said was I wanted him to be the man that I knew he could be, and he's doing it right now. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Kevin. All right. Well, it's funny because you kind of you you stole a little bit of the light shot spotlight from me on that whole Randy Gregory <laughs> thing because I I was gonna say the same exact thing, man. We were like on the same wavelength here because uh, I'm gonna start out Go with my de- my defensive guy. I'm gonna say Diggs, but it I was really because Diggs is just obvious what he's doing. Like Mike said, what he's been doing is it's amazing. I mean, you can't and and I was saying this earlier. I. I it, it's I can't get on some of these threads on Twitter without losing my fucking mind because there's these people out here saying that Diggs is overrated and I'll see them comments at the top of these deals. It's like overrated. And there's like 300 people that liked it. 400 people. I'm going, what the fuck are they watching? Are y'all watching? You, the I'll same tell you why thing? they say that because of the well, star on his helmet. Exactly. That's <laughs> the only, you know, it's, 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 they sit there and they'll say, well, it's, you know, he gets these tipped passes and these overthrows. And I'm like, have y'all seen some of this dude's interceptions? Cause he's made some, tough ass interceptions they ain't yeah. they're not just all tips and and overthrows and bullshit like that i mean it's he's making tough plays i mean even the even the one that he had uh was it last week then when he that when it was an overthrow i mean he still kind of had to turn and contort his body like that's not everything that's, he was making that the dude's a ball hawk period yep. so i mean Diggs is yes Diggs hands down but yeah randy gregory was a very close second to me i mean it's like one a and one b because Gregory is just, I mean, he's terrorizing these quarterbacks right now because even when he don't get to him and he doesn't get the sack, he's got four sacks on the year. He's got the forced fumble. Um, I mean, he's got a lot of hits on the quarterback too. So, I mean, there's a lot of times where he may not have got there, but he's he's almost there. And the thought of what he can do rushing that quarterback once they get DeMarcus Lawrence back coming from the other side, I mean, that's that's got to scare some quarterbacks. That's got to scare some quarterbacks because, I mean, Talk about spooky hours are coming, dog. The spooky, spooky hours are coming. Hours. Up. I'm yeah, telling you, yeah. you just you just do not want. I mean, and when Randy Gregory, when he gets to the quarterback, I mean, he lays some hits on him. I mean, he leaves him thinking about that for a couple of plays. So, Randy Gregory for sure. And then um, offensive MVP. I mean, how could you not say Dak? I mean, anybody Cowboys fan or not, you look at that Cowboys offense. It all runs through Dak. All runs through rain. Dak. Let's go. So yeah, I mean, and you know, it's it's one. This is one of these years that it's it's unlike 2016, where I thought Dak had a really good year in 2016, but there were so many people that were pointing to the run game, saying, "Well, he's successful because of the run. He's successful because of the run." This is not that 
because you can yeah. take away the run and Dak's going to kill you with the pass because that's yeah. what the Patriots tried to do is take away the run and he killed him with the pass. The Bucks took away the run. He killed him with the pass. Although we lost that game, he still he killed him with the pass. So, like, Dak is like, however you want to give it to me, that's how I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it whatever way you want it. We'll win however we need to win. And that's what I love about this team is that they'll, they'll get it any way they want it. Whatever way you want it, whatever way you want to try and scheme against them, Kellen Moore's got the creativity to say, okay, you want to take away the run? We'll hit you with the pass. Want to take away the right. pass? We can hit you with the run. You know, right. so and, and it all runs through Dak because you can't do that if you don't have a quarterback of Dak Prescott's caliber who can make those those key decisions, you know, checking out of runs, checking you know, into a pass, checking out of a pass and going into a run. I mean, yeah, that's right. it, all hums through, it all hums through him. Um, Man, so, I think, oh, uh, what's his name? Steve, Steven Belichick? Is that is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah, he threw the fuck he threw the fucking kitchen sink at us. Yeah. And we still, yeah. we still, we still, even though we were shooting ourselves in the foot, man, with all the penalties and all the bullshit, we still I I, I know he, he left that stadium like what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, what do I need to do? Yeah, yes, dog. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. bro. Absolutely. But yeah, man, I agree with you, Kelly, man. One hundred percent, bro. Yeah. And, and and really just, you know, one more on Dak. If you look at this team and the weapons that they have, how much noise have you heard of anyone complaining about not getting the ball enough? You know, exactly. Yeah. And that's the, yeah. that's the leadership he has. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I love about this team. That's why I always say they're different because you know, Amari hadn't said much. Some games he has big games. Some games sometimes he doesn't. CD had a big game. There's, you know, they're sharing the ball. I think Schultz, he's he's got to be almost leading the team in receptions. If if he's not, he's pretty close. And who would have thought that with all the weapons that we had at, at receiver that our tight end would be leading the team? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, I'm just going to piggyback on you guys basically because <laughs> how can, how can <laughs> we not say how can, how can we not say that? Like, that's right. That's right. I'm going to try to bring up points that y'all have because he's kind of been the antithesis of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs so far, where their biggest criticism is teams play them deep. They're guarding the big pass. The Chiefs want to win one way. They want to go down the field quick. They don't want to dink and dunk you down the field. Our offense, if you do double Amari or somebody along our our receivers, C.D. Lamb, uh, we are going to see Dak take the underneath route, and he's going to drive down the field and get those touchdowns. The Chiefs are – probably being a little greedy and they're resulting in a lot of turnovers. They're losing some games. They should probably be winning. Dak, yeah. Dak has this offense where he, they are just completely playing unselfishly and he just has them ready to win. He, he has been compared to Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady this season. Like, Let's go. Four Let's of the greatest go. quarterbacks you could possibly name. And uh, yeah, just that's good company. His, yes. His pre-snap, just how he's, uh, He's lining everybody up. He's getting the protection set. He's reading the defense. He knows where the ball is going to go. He has the second fastest release in the whole league behind only Tom Brady. He's just been incredible. And I, what he's doing is nothing short of a miracle. If you put a lesser quarterback in here, even with all this talent, as we saw with Andy Dalton, they're not sniffing the playoffs. So don't get it twisted. Dak Prescott is the MVP of this offense, and he's incredible. But Absolutely. For defense, uh, y'all <laughs> – Y'all stealing all my answers, but (laughs) (laughs) again, it's got to be Trayvon Diggs, Deion Diggs, you know, Deion Diggs, Diggs, man. Uh, He's getting seven interceptions in six games is just pure insanity. Well, you'll see elite corners get seven interceptions over the span of two years. 
the fact, yeah. <laughs> like what he's doing is nothing short of incredible. So people saying that he's overrated or he gives up a lot of yards, that touchdown that he supposedly gave up was not on him. That was on Casey. He had the safety over the top. He what he didn't bite on the double move. He was protecting the inside because he had help over the top. Kazi just took a bad angle and missed out on an easy interception. If I if I I'm going to try to switch it up too because Dan Quinn, what he's doing is incredible too. We saw the defense last year. Everybody confused. People not communicating. People being not being in the right positions. And Dan Quinn has his team ready to play, and he deserves just as much as the credit too. So shout outs to those guys. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. Well, all right, fellas. Man, I appreciate y'all, man, coming on, man. I guess uh we're we're getting close to an hour. We're getting close to an hour there, man. Appreciate y'all coming on, man, and, and doing this talking boys with the boys with us, man. It's much appreciated. Man, we love the hype videos, Kelly. We love the Jerry Jones and Man, uh, the uh, fucking clam chowder shit was fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> we're, we're legitimately fans of you guys, so to have yeah. you on here with us is it's been pretty cool. I can't even, yeah, lie. hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a, I've been a, I've been a fan of uh, of Mike for a long time too. I know he, know Mike said it was good for good for me and him to get on here together. It, the, the feeling is mutual, brother. I mean, I. I've been watching. I watched your hype videos long before I even long before anybody knew who the hell I was on Twitter, man. And and uh, it's funny because I, when people tell me stuff like that and they're like, "Yo, I'm a fan of you and stuff," like, man, I would do this whether people liked it or not, man. I'm passionate about right. the Cowboys. That's right. That's I, right. I love the Cowboys. I don't care if it was a hundred people, or it was five thousand people. I don't care who it is. I'm doing it because I love the Cowboys. I'm truly passionate about the Cowboys. And when I'm passionate about something, that passion comes out, whether it's through comedy or or, you know, just making a video, shouting and being crazy after a game, man. That's what I love to do. So having people around similar, like-minded, like Mike, like you guys with your podcast, man, it's truly a pleasure to be a part of that. So yeah, yeah. All mine coming on, boys. I appreciate it. And, and uh, you know, I enjoy interacting with all you guys on Twitter and listening to your shows. And, and Kelly, I'll be seeing you out at the Denver, uh, Denver game in a few weeks. So hopefully we'll Absolutely. be able to to meet up but uh, it's cool because i've been a cowboy fan my whole life and living in florida you know before social media you can never you know it's just me now i can interact with cowboy fans it's like family all over again so yeah, i really yeah, enjoy yeah. it so i appreciate it guys yeah, all right absolutely. well man with all that being said man much love hey uh kelly tell the tell the listeners where they can find you brother um you can find me at, at kelly k9 on twitter or the podcast at cowboys and chaos um we usually record our podcast on tuesdays and drop it on wednesday and it's on all streaming platforms well everybody out there listening y'all know where y'all can find me at hop the Ville on twitter talking boys with the boys on all platform streaming and uh for me y'all can just find me on twitter at dylan 88 wilson if that doesn't scare you off we can go from there there's a link in my bio to my tiktok <laughs> <laughs> all right mike take us home baby Cowboy Nation, it's time to get hyped. You heard me, I'm talking boys. You heard me finally getting together with Kelly K9. You know I'm rocking with Dylan. You guys get ready because Cowboys, we are six and one. We're going to that bye week. We got some help on the way. We got Kelvin Joseph coming back. We got Gallup coming back. We got Tank coming back. We got Gallimore coming back. NFL, you know you ain't going to be ready for it. Now can you dig it? And you yeah. dig it. I can dig it, baby. <laughs> hey, man. Everybody out there, man, thank you for rocking with Talking Boys with the Boys. I holla. <laughs>